guess who's back? It's me and Amber talking to you about Wayne Calls Heart. I know you guys are like, wait, where's Rachel? <laughs> and you know what? That's what we said too, but we can do it without her. I have faith in us. Oh yeah, for sure. Not amateurs at all. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started. Um, so we're covering last night's episode, which was Sunday night's episode and Monday night's episode. And that's a lot of stuff. Um, any overall thoughts, Amber? Um, I, okay, I have to be full disclosure. I am really into Game of Thrones. So this weekend has been like, I've been mostly thinking about Game of Thrones, but honestly coming into Hope Valley and being like, ah, everyone is safe. No one's being murdered. There's hardly yes. any, anything intrigue going on. No schemers. I was like, well, this is such a delightful little jaunty town I've been in. I don't know. It's obvious it's vastly different from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> vastly different. Yes, for sure. So, Heart of a, Heart of a Mountie yes. starts off with, I, was, I almost tweeted this, I, I almost tweeted, when will we see Jesse beat the crap out of Luke? <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, we can, I don't know, should we talk about my feelings on Jesse right now? Yeah, let's talk, let's, let's start with Jesse. Okay, so like, let's, so Clara is just like, with an entire gaggle of women, right? It's not just like Clara and Lucas. And mm -hmm. Lucas is doing close-up magic, which I have to say, Lucas is losing me with this close-up magic nonsense. <laughs> like, come on, dude. As, anyway, so he just is like doing a magic trick and he's almost gonna kiss her hand. And Jesse's like, are you kidding me? Bam. And I'm like, why is someone <laughs> kissing her hand so offensive? <laughs> yeah, it's not like they were gonna, it's not like he like took her into his arms and like had her really close. I mean, kissing someone's hand back in that time is a very gentlemanly like thing to do, right? And technically, he wasn't even kissing it, he was just like blowing on it to put the card in her hand or something. But still, even if he was kissing it, overreaction yeah for sure for sure and you know that clara if she didn't like it she would probably slap him yeah like <laughs> i mean he, what is he i it's i was so anti jesse this episode yeah yeah same just because think, like she can do she can it could be fine and he was like okay now you can quit and she's like no i'm happy at my job thanks and she took the job at the saloon so that they could have more money so that they can get married and so that he can pay off his debts. That's the whole reason why she took the job at the saloon was not because she wanted to be a saloon girl. Yeah. And it's like the world's most wholesome saloon. So can he like <laughs> chill out about this, please? That's so true. My husband walked by and he was like, that is the cleanest Western saloon I've ever seen. <laughs> Hope Valley magic. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, segueing into the bar fight. Yes. So, <laughs> I have to say real quick. So, that we see Nathan. And we know who he is as the audience. And he's mm -hmm. just like, you know, in his normal people clothes or whatever. 
Um, and real quick side note, did we notice when Clara handed him the drink, she walks by and Hickam's like, yeah, I want one too. Yes, obviously me as Hickam's number one fan. I was like, is Hickam invisible to you, Clara? I was so- Apparently he is. (laughs) I love Hickam so much and I really demand more Hickam, but it is fun seeing all of the Hickam background things. Yeah. Yes, we need more Hickam, and we need um, Hickam's Hickam's heart to Hack, find hashtag love. Hickam heart, ha- hashtag <laughs> Hickam's hearties, hashtag a romance for Hickam, hashtag Hickam Hickam soft scrapes. There you go. Uh, these are all the things I want out of life. <laughs> yes, for sure. So Bill throws Jesse and Nate into jail. Okay, and do you feel like he should have arrested Nate? No. I feel like, like that was also overreaction. Like the whole first scene was an overreaction on everybody's parts, I feel like. Yeah, well, like he, Lucas was not overreacting. Well, no, not Lucas. Not Lucas, but Jesse and both. Yeah, but Nate, Nate also, Nathan, I don't know that we call him Nate, do we? Oh, I call him Mountie Nate. Okay, <laughs> Mountie Nate. My notes. Mountie Nate was, you know, right to be like, hey guys, settle down. Yeah, so and then I, Jesse's took a swing, and of course he's going to defend himself, so... He didn't even punch him, did he? No, he, he pushed him. Like, oh, oh, well, the pushing of someone who punched you in the face is obviously an arrestable offense. Evil. Arrestable anyway, for one hour. <laughs> so he gets arrested so, by yeah, Bill. He, and Bill is like, what the heck, you're the new Mountie? Yeah, bro. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, cool, obviously, then you can do whatever you want, because I these <laughs> have carte blanche to do whatever they want. Yes, so that was fun, a little crazy. Yeah, um, and then, he, yeah, go ahead. the stagecoach. Okay, so did you have any suspicion about who robbed the stagecoach? I did, because... It wasn't going to be people we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, the, everybody knows that if you're not going to introduce things into a mystery without it being important. And then the fact that they both, their stories were so exactly the same mm-hmm. is suspicious. Yes. Because as we know, witnesses are unreliable. So to have two witnesses say the exact same thing is suspicious. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was the flow mode doppelgangers. You thought it was the ladies? I thought it was both of them. For some reason... You know, I did... I thought it was going to be all three of them. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, what is the other one do- doing there? Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I thought they were, like, in cahoots with each other. Like, they stole it. They hid it in their purses or something. Well, it was I, just I, really I, odd. I thought, it was, I thought it was the coach driver and both ladies. On but I was, point. you know, only two-thirds right. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, one-third right. <laughs> and do you think that they meant for them to be exactly flow-mo? Like, <laughs> it was so weird to me. I, was I, like, I looked down and I looked, and, and then I looked back up and I was like, wait, what? That's not them? And then it wasn't yeah. them, but. And, and we hardly had we were any acting, real flow-mo in this entire no, we episode. Haven't. No, not at all. But yeah, the way that you were acting too, the dark-headed lady was very Florence-like. Like, I was just so frightened. Like, 
you know, very slow-mo. So super weird. Um, but that had to be brought to the table so that Nate and Bill can work together. Yeah. <laughs> and so Bill can find the good in Mountie Nate. Yeah. And, you know, I really appreciated, I actually appreciated this go off and solve crime episode, unlike they did the last one, because it was, it was not just something for Bill to do for the episode. Mm -hmm. It involved other characters and introduced us to Nate, to another person there. It showed us his abilities. It showed Mm -hmm. Bill his abilities. So this is why it was a good narrative choice. Yeah. So I was really pleased with it. Yeah. Um, I agree. And it was a good time for Lee, too. Yeah. Just to show his friendship and stuff, since nobody was really welcoming. It just proves that Lee's the best. Lee's the best, man. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just talk about Lee and Rosemary now? Yes, I was going to say, let's segue into Lee and Rosemary, (laughs) because that is the perfect segue to the perfect, amazing couple. Our babe. They're so great. I love everything about Rosemary, as should we all. Yes. Um, and Rosemary with the phone was killing me. It was that so That made me laugh so hard when the phone's just ringing and he's like, puts <laughs> newspaper down and he, they get all like Ricky and Lucy about it. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe your ears are ringing, Lee. Lynn. <laughs> I loved when he said, I thought you said we would see. And she's like, see? It happened. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh, she's they so are good. the best. But her, uh, Rosemary and that phone, man. She is ridiculous. So extra. You have to love her. Running home just to tell Lee. <laughs> like, what was it that time? Um, she saw Faith and Carson. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She ran she saw Faith and Carson. So she Lee. left downtown to go to her house to call Lee, whose office is downtown. <laughs> She's so funny. Yeah. It's kind of like today where you just like text, you know, your friend across the room instead of like getting up. Except for, like, <laughs> I mean, no. It would be like my friend's in the room and then I want to tell them something. So I have to go get my phone from the kitchen. Yeah. Them. there you go <laughs> <laughs> which I mean you only do if you're gonna say something mean about somebody else in the room <laughs> that's true this is true but I remember when I first got my cell phone and I could text I'd be like oh let me go grab my phone so I could text you like right here <laughs> about yeah. like nothing and spend five cents because so singular funny. wireless but <laughs> anyways um also Rosemary's Lee Coulter Oh, I, so I think funny. I counted like 12 times that she said that. And I think Pascal Hutton said on Twitter that it's not written and she just adds it because it's fun. We need to keep track of that in the future, I think. That would be Thank a great bingo game. Yeah. I love like it. Hard, Hardy's bingo game. How many times like Rosemary says Lee Coulter? I love it. Um, and it was, it was so cute. It it was it was so adorable and his realization that she was he was when he said Rosemary is the one connection I never want to cut and you were like I know I I 
audibly awed. I was like, oh! <laughs> so, I thought that was so sweet. Adorable. They are precious. How many years have they been married now? Um, so they got married season three, season right? Three. Yeah. And this is six. So it's like three-ish years. I don't know how, I don't know how time travels in Hope Valley. I think they've said a season about well, a, you know what? a season it has year. to be every year because they have a christmas mm-hmm. every year yeah and baby jack is like six months or so yeah. so yeah so they're really like three years three yeah three and a half years i feel like their relationship has definitely blossomed and i feel like they definitely have more i don't know more love for each other than they did in the beginning like it was kind of not that they were shallow but they were kind of shallow in the beginning of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Very, I don't know. It was like fun, but now they're just like really in love and so sweet to see. Yeah, that's the thing with them. They they started out great and fun, but they're mm-hmm. always growing as a couple and as individuals. And that's what makes their character so interesting is they're mm-hmm. just not static people. Yeah, and they're not, they, they are flawed. Like, they do have their flaws, and we see them learn from it and grow together and as a couple and as single or individuals. So it's always so sweet to see. And um, Lee taking Rosemary and kissing her in the mercantile after she chastises Flo-Yo. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And Florence and Yost. Flo-Yo. Flo-Yo. Flo-Yo were like, dang. Okay, so now I'm starting to feel, let's talk, sorry, we have to talk about Flo-Yo. So Floyo are just like a pair, and so I think that's gonna ruin my hashtag flowin. I feel like oh. there's, there's a future Floyo romance, right? Yes, yes. So I guess that means we gotta do Jowin. Jowin. Because Joe, Flojo. Flomo, I mean Mowin. Mowin. <laughs> we gotta do Mowin. Okay. Or- Molly and Gowin. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would probably work better than You know what? I actually think I like Gowley better than Mowen. Mowen. Yeah, Mowen sounds like, I don't know. Like a cat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gowley. Gowley. Okay. I can think Gowley. I feel like she could bring some, like, stability to Gowen's life, maybe. They could be cute, too, right? Yeah. But I'm all in on Flo-Yo, so. Yeah. (laughs) They're just, they're a hot mess. I feel like that's not the first time they were in cahoots together. Right? They're like a little secret gossipy huddle that's going to fall in love. I hope. That would be the best storyline for season seven. (laughs) Secret Flo-Yo romance. They just go and elope and then come back. It would be so funny could you imagine katie yost's face (laughs) (laughs) and rosemary and everybody just in all of it it would be just so funny if they just showed up and they were like we got married and everyone else is like wait a minute what wait you were a thing (laughs) speaking Mm. of things though Mm -hmm. what happened in this episode casey with uh hashtag team infirmary and carson yes they they they're like snuggling up in the infirmary i know right i honestly don't like that part of it 
Yeah, I thought, so I thought that was very cliche. And I think I've said that on this podcast before. But, I mean, they're cute. They're cute. Um, I just, I just don't love, A, that they're like, oh, we got to keep it a secret. Because, uh, yeah, uh, they're terrible at secrets. And B, like, I don't approve of people finagling and cahootsing at work. <laughs> you got to keep it professional. You got to keep it professional. Yeah. Like, like I mean, they can, they can cahoots they keep and pro- work together, but not at work. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with her sitting on the, the little thing there. And Rosemary walking in, and they're like, oh, and they jump oh, apart ooh. like they're doing something bad. <laughs> like, Especially not someplace where people are going to be so vulnerable. Walking in. Yeah, you don't want people to feel super awkward. Right. But so, the little date was so cute. See how they precious. weren't at their job, though? So it was better? It was better. Yep. Very cute. To adorable. Um... So, the secret keeping thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I quite understand them keeping their relationship a secret. Because, I mean, yes, people are going to talk. But that's what you get for living in a small town. And it's not like anybody's going to be surprised. Well, am I crazy? But didn't, like, half of the town try to get them together anyway? Like, at the uh... beginning? I think people asked them. I mean, not well, at the episode, but like of relationship. I feel like a lot of people last year were like, so you and Carter, huh? And she was like, oh, oh no. I mean, Carson, she's Carter. That confuses me, by the way. I'm oh. sp- jumping ahead to next week's episode, I mean, to episode five. But when he was like, Miss Carter, I was like, did you just, that's like your last <laughs> name, bro. And then I realized, Faith Carter is her name. So I wish they had more different last names real quick. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll I don't, see. I wouldn't keep it a secret because they can't keep it a secret. It was just stupid to me. Yeah. I didn't understand it completely, but we'll see. They're, they're moving very quickly. Yeah. And this is, yeah, that's true. If they were just trying to be casual and they didn't want people to think they were serious, then maybe. Yeah. But they're like, so, well, uh, picking out Chana patterns later, right? <laughs> um, like we're I gonna really, get a double wedding in season seven. That would Claire be amazing. Jesse, Faith and Carson, boom. But I just don't get the keeping it a secret. I just don't. Yeah, I didn't see the value add to that or their relationship. If anything, it was more of a distraction. Yeah, and I'll get to that for the next episode. Um, but the last, well, the last couple things here, we have Elizabeth and baby Jack Aww. and the giggling baby. So cute. <laughs> so I am a fan of the show Friends. And this part reminded me of Rachel and Ross trying to make Emma laugh by saying Sir Mix-a-Lot. Yeah. So I thought she was going to start dancing or something <laughs> to make baby Jack laugh, but he got to laugh on his own and it was so sweet. Um, Aaron Krakow is really good with that baby. Oh my gosh. Aaron Krakow is, I've said it before and I'll say it again. She shines the most when she's with children. Mm-hmm. And so she her does. being able to basically just be with the baby or with the kids 
I just have loved her this season so much. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she's, she definitely lights up when she's around those kids and the baby. Yeah. So, and it's, it's nice to see it. Um, I think because everything's been so Elizabeth centric the last, you know, forever, uh-huh. it's kind of good to see her take a step back a little bit. Not to say that her storyline was, is less important or anything, but it's just nice to see all the other characters you know, step up to the plate and be mm-hmm. developed. And, um, you know, we get to know people in Hope Valley better too. So um, I think it's great. I it's love awesome. it. Yeah. Um, and then we do have the school debate that also happened. I think that was, for me, it was kind of a filler. Oh, um, for sure it was filler. I, um, but I liked it. Um, did you, I got to ask you real quick. Cars or horses? Cars. <laughs> I am also team cars. And then spaghetti or lasagna? Oh, I'm going to have to go with lasagna. Interesting. I'm team spaghetti. Mm. Mm. We did have spaghetti the other night and it is much easier to cook. <laughs> it's easier. to. This is why. It's the easiest to cook. It's super delicious. You can put Parmesan cheese on it so you get mm. the cheese. And... It is way easier to eat. Oh. Yeah. Because, like, lasagna, you have to, like, cut and fork and, like, uh. See, I can't eat spaghetti well. I'm just, like. like well, I, you know, I'm capable of spaghetti eating. <laughs> I'm the spaghetti eating champion of the West. <laughs> I am, like, a five-year-old when it comes to eating spaghetti. It's just, like, everywhere. It's delicious. <laughs> but messy. <laughs> and, Yeah. <laughs> But yes, I think lasagna is easier to cut, but that will neither sever our friendship. That's right, because we can Emily disagree, but still hear each other. Exactly. Still so be kids, friends. take a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so our last thing, this was the one piece that we were all trying to figure out. What were they going to do with Abigail? Yes. So did you have any suspicions, thoughts? I mean, we all knew she was going to get cut out. Um, did you think they were going to do it well or? You know, I think that, well, so if, I'm just going to say, I think they did a good job. What they ha- how they handled it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a smart choice of how, what they did. I think having her go take care of her mom is mm-hmm. very, it's a good call because if this blows over and she gets to come back in the future. Exactly. She, she could. That um, was my exact thought. Mm-hmm. Or even just a guest star. Um, she, the only thing that I didn't love is that I wish they had found a way to keep Cody. Yeah, I agree. And I, so that was the one thing that surprised me the most. Um, mm-hmm. I completely agree with everything you said. Um, you know, Abigail having to go take care of her mom. That's very much in character. It does leave the door open for Lori Lachlan to come back. Um, you know, if that happens, but the Cody thing, I was genuinely surprised. Like I tweeted like, what? I, I honestly, I did cry a tiny little bit because I felt bad for the kid. Yeah, um, for sure. I just like, I had like, you know, when they were like her mm-hmm. mom's sick, and I was like, oh, so Cody probably is staying here because he can't help 
take care of a dying old woman. Right. So he's probably like in the care of somebody. Yeah, like with Clara. Because, I mean, Clara was yeah. like, the other daughter. I mean, technically, Clara is his stepsister in law. Pretty much. Adopted yeah. sister in law. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so I'm 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 pretty sad about Cody. Yeah, but you know, thinking about it now, because um, I was able to get the uncut, the old version because they had it on Amazon Prime. So I watched it real quick to compare and contrast, and I kind of wonder if they did not have Cody in a lot of the scenes originally because he was not in the school scenes that I saw. I mean, again, I'm on my little phone and I'm like trying to look for all the kids and stuff. Um, to compare. He didn't have the, de- he wasn't, he was he not was in the debate. Yet? He was not in the debate, no. I thought he, I thought for sure he, Harper had taken Cody's place as Team Lasagna. Yeah. No, it was Harper and, Co- it was Harper and Robert still. Huh. I'll watch again to be sure, but I'm pretty sure it was Harper and Robert still. Um, and I could not see him in the background. So I kind of wonder if they were letting, because Cody was going to have a big role with Abigail and her new, like, boo later on. Uh huh. Um, so I kind of wonder if they if wrote they it originally. Yeah, like, okay, we're going to let these kids have their shining moments because Cody's going to have his later. I mean, to be fair, you know, we all love the kids and we've all been saying, oh, we want more Emily and Opal and Robert because mm-hmm. um, everything's been very Cody-centric. So maybe that's why they said that he went away. Maybe he'll come back. Like, he'll just, like he like, could come visit Hope Valley. Yeah, or like, you know, he can hop off the stagecoach and they'll say, oh, where's your mom? And he'll say, oh, she had to stay, but I really missed you guys. Yeah. Or like even his sister could come. Yeah. Bring him. Yeah. Or, so. or we could even send somebody and pretend like they went and picked up Cody in the stage. Right. 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 I don't know. I think we'll see. We'll I just, don't, I really there. don't want to lose Cody. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that it gets changed. He comes back. Exactly. Um, so the other, so the scenes that were cut, for those of you who have not seen the Abigail alternative universe. Okay. <laughs> Abigail AU. And I haven't. So. Okay. It's going to be exciting for me. You all know how excited I was about knowing what the changes are. Yes. So um, Abigail meets the Mountie. I think we've seen that in promos. Um, she welcomes him in the cafe. Mm-hmm. So we see that. Um, we also had a scene that was cut with Rosemary calling Abigail first before her calling Fiona, connecting her to Lee. So remember that scene where she's asking about the Mountie? Mm-hmm. She, so she calls Abigail first and she says, um, Fiona tells Abigail, oh, Mrs. Coulter's in the line. It's an emergency. And she's like, oh, dear, put her through. And Rosemary's like, have you met the new Mountie? And Abigail's like, are you kidding me? This is not an emergency. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Not like that. I mean, she was much nicer, of course. But still. Um, Bill and Abigail, um, this this other scene was cut. Um, They were walking in town, and they bump into Nathan before um, Nathan and Bill have their interaction at the jail. So when Nathan walks in and he's like, so can you leave my desk? And Bill's like, I come with the territory. So before he goes, to, oh, oh, never mind. So, not, not before he was arrested. No, no, no. So after. Okay. After he's arrested. Yeah. So um, 
I think they'd already gone and looked for the, um, like the stagecoach stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Abigail and Bill are talking, whatever. Um, let's see here. They cut out the scene with Abigail walking with Elizabeth at the very end. So Elizabeth says to Mountie Nate, welcome to Hope Valley. She walks off in last night's episode. It cut. And then, but the old episode, they walked out together. Um, the two scenes that they obviously reshot. So Elizabeth seeing Mountie Nate originally was mm-hmm. supposed to be Abigail talking with Elizabeth, not Clara. Okay. Okay. So um, that was a reshoot. And then Bill and Elizabeth was also a reshoot because that was, so we've seen the promo of Elizabeth, baby Jack and Abigail walking through the field and they're talking. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the scene where that was replaced with Bill and Elizabeth. And it's basically the same conversation. It's just tailored for Abigail and Elizabeth. Okay. So, hmm. I mean, yeah. Like, you know, people aren't being fairly nice to, you know, Mountie Nate. You're going to have to meet him eventually, but you don't have to right now. Um, you know, that sort of thing. Any other scenes added? Um, I think just the one at the beginning. So Elizabeth writing in her diary about Abigail. I think they really filled up that, that gap. Um, and then according to my research, <laughs> um, the original was 42 minutes. And then last night's episode was 40. Okay. So, so all told, we only lost two minutes of stuff. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And I mean, it was really easy to cut Abigail out. I mean, <laughs> I was shocked because Abigail's also so centric. You know, I can't imagine cutting her out completely from like, you know, what if this happened season three or season four? Like, you can't just, you know, that that would be half the season. So I'm very curious I'm now very to see how it's going to work for the rest of the season mm-hmm. because maybe she just didn't have a ton that she was doing because it was a very Nate episode, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah. We'll just we'll have to see. Surprise. Wait. Hey. Is the episode <laughs> title of our next episode? That's amazing <laughs> segueing to the next episode surprise. Yippee. So let's get started here. Thoughts about earthquakes in Canada. Do I have thoughts about earthquakes in Canada? <laughs> I honestly like, don't have a lot, but they're on the, where are, are they, they're supposed to be Western Canada, yeah? Yeah, I thought they were like Alberta or like Manitoba or something. I mean, yeah. they were as far as BC, but. I mean, but that makes sense because if they're, you know, Western, at least part of Canada, that's, you know, Pacific Rim of Ring of Fire slash Alaska slash volcanoes, right? So oh, it makes sure. sense that there'd be earthquakes. Sure, I will suspend my disbelief. <laughs> no, I believe, I mean, like, I don't have a problem buying that. No, I just thought it was really random, like, oh, there's an earthquake. Oh, there's oil. Well, this is my favorite part, though. They were like, oh, just another one of those classic earthquakes. <laughs> like, everyone on the show acted like it happens all the time. So I thought that when Florence was like, oh, those tremors make me nervous. I thought she was referring to like when the 
bomb or not the bomb when the mine blew up and it mm-hmm. shook Hope Valley. I thought that's what she was referring to. I didn't read it as tremors happen all the time, but I could be completely off. I mean, what if there was an earthquake? Wouldn't everybody in the town be like, "Holy crap! The first earthquake of our lives." That's true. Everyone, <laughs> I would be like that if there was an earthquake here. Yeah. Every, not, 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 nobody was like, oh my goodness, was that an earthquake? Everyone was just like, hmm, I'll just keep stirring my tea, shall I? <laughs> so this earthquake brings about oil for Jesse. Yeah. Um, so first of all, this has gotten me every single time I've seen the promos of Jesse swinging Clara with his dirty oily hands on her nice white outfit I'm like you couldn't have waited but it's okay you're gonna hit it rich so you can buy her a whole new outfit yeah (laughs) it was it was good I liked it yeah um so he gets Lee and Gowan to check out the oil with him um and they're all like whoa you are not kidding um Gowan helps Jesse Thoughts on Gowan and this land and the oil. Uh-huh. Um, what do you think about him and his, I don't know, mysterious deeds, if you will? I feel fine with it. Oh, yeah, I you're team Gowan. But no, like, let's just think about this. This guy has a survey done for this mm-hmm. land. Jesse knows exactly as much information as Gowan does, so he's not doing anything underhanded here. That's true. And Jesse cannot afford to do the exploratory stuff to see if there's oil there. Gowan is a keen businessman and he's like, this is an opportunity. So he takes the risk, the gamble, gets investors, gets it figured out so that he can do it. And spoiler alert from next week's preview, it looks like they strike gold and everyone's mad at Gowan. But like, if not gold, oil, obviously. That gold Basically gold. Come out of the, like, <laughs> it's gold for everybody. Gold. Um, like, there was a 60% chance that there was going to be nothing there, and he just mm-hmm. overpaid for Jesse's land. Right, right. And he was so smart in mitigating his losses by selling out shares to other people I'm just saying. That's that's true. That's true. I didn't have a problem with that. My thought was just that he lost Abigail's money. So is that going to be a bad omen for Gowan? Is he going to lose everybody's money? That he is willing to invest in things. And sometimes it goes your way and sometimes it doesn't. And even when he suffers losses, he's still willing to go for it. Yeah, but are they going to paint him as the bad guy? Like, is this going to be a bad omen for him? Like, he's trying to be savvy and cool, and we're like, oh, yay, Gowan Redemption, and then it's going to go... Well, it is going to. I can just tell that all the people (laughs) in the town, especially Jesse and Clara, are going to feel like Gowan owes them something, and part of me wants to be like, hey, Jesse, you know what was on that land, too. You should have negotiated, okay, pay me $600, and three percent of whatever comes out mm-hmm. yeah i was actually surprised that jesse wasn't smarter and i don't know i don't like talk to lee and say what should how should i you know get the most out of my money because lee's pretty savvy 
Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised that he didn't just say, okay, $1,200, but I also want like 2% of your profits. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't think Gowan would have given him more plus shares. I just don't think that that would have been a negotiated term, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Jesse, fancy here. <laughs> Jesse went into this knowing full well. It's not like Jesse yeah. was lied to. No. And he had, if he hadn't sold it to Gowan, because Jesse wasn't going to figure out a way to get to the gold. He just, oil, oh my gosh. Black gold. Black gold. If he, <laughs> he wasn't going to be able to figure out how to get down there on his own. So he was just going to be sitting on this land for, you know, and mm-hmm. he would have, whatever. This way he gets, what is it? Like, uh... 250% profit from yeah. his investment on the land. Yeah. But is he going to like screw over Lucas? Are we going to have a divide there? No. This are they going to be cahoots together and everybody's going to be like even Lucas and Gowan versus the town? Even with the mine, Gowan was not like a bad business, like a schemer. Did he steal money from anyone? Oh, goodness. We've got to think back six years. That's a lot. <laughs> So I don't really think that Henry Gowan is going to, like, try to swindle Lucas because he seems to always, like, he just seems to be a good businessman. And honestly, going to jail and having to be in court is not good business. Yeah. And he's already <laughs> still on parole. Yeah. So right? that would be he bad. wouldn't want to mess that up. And yeah. Abigail's not even here to speak for him this time. That's true. So <laughs> he doesn't want to mess anything up. So... We'll see what happens with Gowan, Lucas, the town, the oil. See how petty people get. I feel like next week's going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah, but I I do want to say, I think Gowan made, he just made the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Let's talk about Rosemary. Um, She sells Elizabeth away from the window does does not a friendship make. She's the um, best. Everything oh. about her is the best. <laughs> so I'm going to say I love Rosemary. And I want to ask you a question here. I'm if ready. you were Rosemary, would you keep trying so hard to be someone's friend who keeps pushing you off? <laughs> no. I have a strict, like, if you want to be my friend, you have to come to my house and do what I'm doing <laughs> policy. Like, and it works because I have, you know, eight friends (laughs) (laughs) but like I don't know like I don't I can't work that hard for people it's just yeah it's not me yeah um yeah so I will say I see two sides to this like I was getting really mad at Elizabeth I was like girl she is cooking you dinner yeah she she lives next door so like like, even if your baby is cries like just you can just take your baby next door with you. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, and um, yeah, so I was getting really frustrated with Elizabeth because I was like, girl, you need to just go. You need to go have some fun and you need to stop pushing this whole thing off and like, you just need to go. Um, on the other side, like having kids and stuff, and I'm very much an introvert. I like the comfiness of my house. So I can almost see it to from her side like wow just a little bit but but it's like 
literally 10 feet away. So, and Elizabeth can't cook and Rosemary's amazing at cooking. (laughs) It's like basically going from your living room to your TV Backyard. Yeah. (laughs) Basically your backyard. Just go eat dinner with Rosemary for pizza. I know. Um, I think the one thing that just really frustrated me though with it was like, if I were Elizabeth, I would be taking someone up on that. If somebody wanted to cook for me and somebody was trying that hard to be my friend and Rosemary has gotten so much flack from like Hope Valley, Elizabeth, Jack, like the last couple seasons. And you guys talked about it. I remember you guys ranting about the way Rosemary had been treated by, you know, Jack and Elizabeth were for her planning the wedding and like all her excitableness yeah, and everything. Like, like seriously. <laughs> Seriously, like this woman has nothing but good in her heart. She just wants to like be a friend to you, and you're just gonna shove her off. Like you take her for granted, Elizabeth Thornton. So mad. I thank you. I thank you, and I agree with you because you are agreeing with me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I would want that. Like seriously. Uh, because I know I'm a homebody, because I know I will just come home and I'll be like, uh, do I really want to go out and with friends now? Like, I would want someone like Rosemary, like a girlfriend like Rosemary to be like, no, you're going to come out. You're going to have fun. You're going to, like, be free. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll feed you. I mean, I, you I know, have, sometimes I just need that push. I have one friend in my life who is basically the only person who can get me to do things that I don't want to do. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and she's, she's, I, she's like my Rosemary Mm -hmm. where she just, you know, is the nicest person will do anything for anyone, but she can also be like, okay, we're doing this. And for, she doesn't even have to try very hard. And I'm like, yep, I'm in. Like I would leave the house for her. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the other thing too. Like Rosemary and Lee have done so much for Elizabeth and I mean, is that like, is that how you're going to treat your friend who's done like all this stuff for you since your husband died? Like, I don't know. I I don't know. It's not like she's trying to even like say like, you're obligated to be my friend because of this reason. She's just saying like, I just want to spend time with you because we're friends. Yeah. And Elizabeth's taking that for granted. And that makes me sad because I would be Rosemary's friend. I would be like okay i mean i don't want to say this but i'm pretty (laughs) sure that there is nobody on planet earth more pro rosemary than we are on this podcast oh yes this is correct (laughs) just look back through my tweets (laughs) (laughs) team rosemary from since season two (laughs) all right so they finally get to hang out because yes Rosemary arranges for Lee to babysit Jack and they have a cute time Mm -hmm. you know Rosemary and Elizabeth just hanging out girls night out girl time yes yeah but who cares because all I care about is Jack and Lee best friends for life (laughs) and then Bill shows up (laughs) can we just talk about Lee telling Elizabeth you're cramping our guy time. And he's like playing with baby Jack's hands. And he's like, hi, mommy, you're cramping our guy time. <laughs> I'm just so precious. Oh my gosh. And also the way he was playing peekaboo. <laughs> he just reinvented the entire genre of peekaboo. And it was amazing. 
the best. Ah, uh, so and incredible. Bill. And then Bill comes. And yeah, and Bill's. <laughs> Bill kind of made me laugh though because I'm not pro Bill, but he was just so funny in how he was like, "Oh, I know how to burp a baby." Yeah, you're I know. doing it wrong. Where did he get all this experience? <laughs> Wait, what? random it was so funny to me though when the baby cried and then he left and then bill and then lee was like oh he just wanted you to leave because <laughs> he stopped crying i honestly rewound it like four times it was the funniest <laughs> thing to me this episode was like so much shade at bill so it was so funny because the <laughs> beginning he was just like clanking his thing and flomo or like you're ridiculous. Stop that immediately. <laughs> and then baby Jack cried. It was so funny. So fun. So then uh, Bill tells Lee someday, or let me start here. Lee tells Bill, I think you'll make a great judge. Which we haven't and even then, talked about. Yes. Um, and then Bill tells Lee, I think you're going to make a great dad someday. So cute. So sad. Rosemary almost killed me when she was just like so sad about not being a mom and she plays it so well uh i know that we don't know officially that they're not gonna be able to have kids and that they're gonna adopt a baby but like that's our prediction I feel like yeah for sure and i but think it's it's so well there she's pascal's she's, killing it she is she's doing amazing um i mean i don't know how someone could look like they're gonna cry without not without crying you know like I had to, I had to sit there and I was watching them. And then I was like, is she going to start crying? Oh, 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 oh. She's, she's amazing. Pascal is so good. She, she definitely wore her heart on her sleeve without like showing her true, like without showing her emotions and without going into full Rosemary mode. Like, no, she was, I mean, she was so amazing because she, portrayed what she needed to portray which mm-hmm. was rosemary is sad but she also did it underneath the veneer of rosemary's not talking about it she's pretending she's fine and mm-hmm. in a convincing enough a way that the audience knows what she's feeling and doing but in a way that elizabeth can't really for sure say that she's not it's a, she did such, oh it was amazing master class master class amazing work miss <laughs> rosemary <laughs> yes so we will see we'll see what goes on next week um well let's talk real quick about Allie Nathan's niece okay walking in wearing bloomers making a name for herself what do we think of Allie skipping school running off getting cards from Lucas getting fish and being like hey I got some dinner (laughs) she's a little too precocious for me I'm gonna be honest I hope it gets a little tempered over time yeah it's a little I, much. I think that Holt Valley School needs some shaking up. Because <laughs> all the kids are too well-behaved. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I think she'll be fun for them. She'll be fun. She'll give Elizabeth a good challenge. You know, Elizabeth likes those challenges with those, you know, prodigal children. Yeah. Come in as ragmuffins and leave as angels. I did... I did not like that she, that Opal was like, here, you can have my candy anyway, because I'm Opal and I'm the best. And she was like, now nah, forget you, Opal. I don't need you. And I was like, <laughs> how dare you not need Opal? How Do dare not. you? Don't hurt sweet Opal. Oh, man. 
that girl. She's she's gonna be interesting. The actress is really good, I think. Uh, no, she is. For... She did a good job, and it was amusing, and it was fine for like this episode. But yeah. if it's like this for the whole season, it's gonna be too much for me. And I'm gonna yeah. say Nathan needs to be better at discipline. Yeah, frankly. Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see their story, like how they came together, because mm-hmm. it's the sister, so we assume parents died tragically, or sister died, father not in the picture. Who um, knows? Honestly, I so. feel like sister died is not what happened. Ooh, what do you think it's going to be? Um, I kind of feel like maybe like sister in a mental hospital. Oh. I have no reason to think this. Okay. I, this is just what I think. Because it's different. And I think if she was dead, they would have just told us. Yeah, that's true. Because we've had a lot of orphan children come through. Mm-hmm. So I think that if she's, and we like, and because we've had a lot of orphan children, mm-hmm. we don't need another orphan child. Mm-hmm. So I just feel okay. like it's going to be like a little bit different. Okay. Or mom's in jail. Ooh, maybe. That maybe. would be weird. Yeah, especially because um, Nate's a Mountie. So that's kind of conflicting with his morals. I don't and know. And it was, I also thought it was really weird when he called, he was like, my sister was just like you. Yeah. When he was talking to her, Allie. Mm-hmm. And I, we're, we're, we're supposed to assume that that's his mom. I mean, her mom. So mm-hmm. I don't know why he wouldn't have said your mom to her as opposed to my sister. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, when I talk to my nieces and nephews, you know, your parents, not yeah. my sister-in-law or brother-in-law. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay, parties, let us know. What do you think? Where do you think Allie's mom is? Also, is she dead? And, is she and in a mental it- hospital? Or she in jail. And is his sister maybe not her mom? Oh. Huh. I don't know how. I'm just saying. <laughs> it was a weird, a weird phrase. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. We'll see. Unless they just chose to say my sister as a way of letting us know that it was his sister that was her mom. Yeah. But it was a weird phrase for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm overthinking it. For sure. Or maybe um, I'm thinking about it just enough. Just enough to be, <laughs> you know what? You've heard, if, if Allie's mom is in a mental institution, you heard it here tonight. That's right. Or, <laughs> you know, lost somewhere. Like at sea, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so Allie, um, Allie does these card tricks, um, because she learns Elizabeth, how to do close up magic from Lucas. From Lucas, and Elizabeth gets mad and confronts Lucas, and Lucas is or Elizabeth tells him, "Would you teach? Would you teach a gambling school for minors?" And Lucas says, "How much did she win?" <laughs> yeah, I mean that was a really funny line. And I, but I agree with Elizabeth. Like, he has no business entertaining children at all. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of sketchy. Um, Not that I think he's sketchy. Like, his motives were good. But, like, yeah. if there's a kid, like, 
kids should not be allowed to come hang out in your saloon. <laughs> just, just for the yeah. Record. I know it used yeah. to be a school, but it's not a school anymore. <laughs> and it's not a good look. So. It's not. Yeah, but interesting. Like, I don't want to be this person, but technically, you could have he could have been charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so. <laughs> Faith and Carson, um, they're acting like not a couple, except for when they are in Benson Hills, linking arms and, um, you know, magically getting caught in the forest because of a tree that's in the path. Um, so thoughts on Carson and Faith? Um, I, I didn't super love this storyline this episode. I just thought it was stupid to just drive around and pretend to be secret still when clearly everyone knows mm-hmm. i just i was over it i was over the yeah. secret so i'm glad that that got resolved because if they mm-hmm. had done it for another episode i would have thrown something yeah um i did really like um no i didn't like this is not but in my mind i thought to myself so they're gonna be out alone all night unchaperoned (laughs) and they should have to be married like this is like they should have been forced to be married by the townspeople yes (laughs) i yeah i I had that same thought too um i mean okay so i didn't mind them getting caught in the woods whatever but i was like wow their relation's moving very quickly i'm very surprised they don't have a chaperone with them well, like, I don't um, think they did anything, obviously. No, obviously. obviously not I'm not obviously. saying that, but I'm just saying, like, this, at this day and age, yeah, a single lady and a single man caught outside alone at night by yeah. themselves, hashtag shotgun wedding. Yep. Yep. For sure. Especially with Flomo and Floyo and everybody mumbling about them. Um, and I do agree with you, like, I'm really glad they resolved the whole secrecy thing because I was confused by it completely. I didn't think it was a value add to the storyline. Um, so when he, they go to kiss and then she stops and she's like, do you think they see us? And then he just kisses her. I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. And also like, Finally. obviously just go for it. Although Let's technically it. at this day and age, you shouldn't be kissing in the street. <laughs> it actually in every day, <laughs> you should not be kissing in the street. Public displays of affection are awkward for everyone. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So so they do have a deep discussion. We find out Carson has three brothers. Faith's Mm -hmm. mom was a nurse who passed away from typhoid, um, whom she caught from a patient, and her dad is estranged from Faith. Do we think that dad is going to show up? Uh, Yeah, this is officially Chekhov's dad right now. Mm Mm-hmm. This, that I was just being silly. That's, you know, the phrase Chekhov's gun, where you don't put a gun in a play unless it's going to go off at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her father is now officially named Chekhov Carter. He's going to be here at some point. Also, mm-hmm. it was so funny to me, though, because she was like, yeah, my dad called me a fool, so we have not spoken. And I was like, he said you were a fool, and that's why you're estranged? <laughs> That's not even that bad, bro. Well, for Hallmark, it, it might be bad. And just, maybe that was just icing on the cake. Okay, I guess. But <laughs> there should have been a better example than that. 
I feel like maybe he should have just like kicked her out. Yeah. That or stop been... supporting her. Yes. That would yeah. have been an estrangement level event. Mm-hmm. I yeah. call people fools all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I don't, at, but you know, okay. <laughs> at least their relationship is now public knowledge officially. Yes. No more silly sneaking around. Hooray. Yes. So finally, Bill gets a visitor. Um, the governor wants Bill to f- replace the judge who he beat up. Um, he says, fortunately, tact isn't a requirement for this job. Bill and Lee talk. Lee laughs at him. Do we want Bill to be a judge? This is the thing. If the Well, we'll find out for sure. If the judgeship is something that's going to take Bill out of Hope Valley... He's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Just because they're not going to write Bill off the show. Right. Um, if it's something that he can do from Hope Valley and then become the judge in Hope Valley, then mm-hmm. he'll be the judge and we'll have a trial. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he'll, but to be fair, I think Bill would be a terrible judge because he is completely irrational. And he doesn't actually care about the law. He just cares about what he thinks is right, which is not what a judge mm-hmm. is supposed to do. Yeah, you're supposed to be unbiased as a judge. Correct. Um, so this is a disaster waiting to happen. Um, and, however, he would love it because he loves judging people and making people do what he says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Bill being a judge would very much challenge his character because he is hot-headed and he knows, like, he's not dumb. He knows that if he takes, if he becomes a judge, he has to be unbiased. And I think that'll be very, very hard for him to do. He will um, never be unbiased. Right, exactly. No, and I think he knows he that. A judge, he's not even going to try. Right. And I think he knows that. But I think because... I think his heart is in the right place where he does want to see justice served. He'll do it and he'll try it. And then I think he'll realize that he can't do it because he can't, he can't see, he can't see evil from that side. Like he'll just be like, okay, you robbed someone. You're the victim. You know, you're going to jail. You're okay. You know, instead of having a fair trial. Like I think, I think, I think something will happen there because why are they bringing this up? Because they're not going to write him out unless they make Hope Valley like the county seat or whatever mm-hmm. for whatever. Um, it's just very weird. It's very random. Um, but I kind of wonder if it's just something for him to do so he's not the one like being the gun runner anymore. Since yeah, now he can, he's not because we he has have the Mountie. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. But I think what's going to happen is they're going to offer him the judgeship and he probably maybe could have taken it in the original, but oh. I think he'll probably become mayor now instead of the judge. Oh, or he'll I can be see like that. The judge and mayor in Hope Valley. I can see that. Hmm. Interesting. Um, that takes me to a couple of reshoots that I kind of figured out real quick. You, you, you're just thinking or that you, you were able to find? No, no, I, I figured this one out because I saw preview pictures, mm. old preview pictures. Okay. So, Girls Night Out, 
is a reshoot. Yes, because I, I read the original mm-hmm. press release that described it, and for sure, Abigail was in that girls' night out. Yep. And then the other reshoot, I'm pretty sure, this is based on my little research here, um, Bill telling Lee that he was offered a judgeship. Because I remember from the previews from the very beginning, Bill tells Abigail, and she's like, huh, wait, are you serious? And that's the same reaction that Lee has with Bill. Yeah, and it makes perfect so, sense that Abigail be the person he talks to about becoming yeah, a judge. For it sure. Just, it just makes sense. For sure. Um, what else do you think, where else do you think Abigail was in this episode? You know, if, if she was in a lot of the scenes in this episode, they could have fooled me because I thought I mean, it was I don't think she, I think she would have really been well. completely um, insulated from the Faith in Carson thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think she would have been involved in that at all. Um, I feel like they might have cut her out of the earthquake scene in the cafe. Oh, like, for sure. I, yeah, anything in I the mean, cafe, we can pretty yeah. much guess that she was there. Little um, scenes like that. Um, maybe helping Elizabeth and Nathan find Allie. Oh, definitely for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that's it. Because this was also a jam-packed episode. Yeah, and I mean, she she wouldn't be the person who would confront Lucas about Mm-mm. the school thing. That no. would have been still Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she probably looked around Yeah, for the kid. And yeah. she wouldn't have been gossipy about Faith. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. She so might have, yeah. there might have been a scene with a Elizabeth and Abigail, Abigail trying to coax Elizabeth to do girls night out too. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's possible because I don't think Abigail would have been like, oh no, Rosemary, <laughs> I have Cody. Like, I think she would have been like, okay, cool. And I think she would have been the one coaxing Elizabeth. Okay, no, you need to like, come on. So who knows? All right. And so that takes us to the next episode. So, oh. Oh, lots of fun things. Any thoughts on the previews? Um, well, obviously, it looks like my main man's going to strike some gold because he's mm-hmm. good at gold finding. <laughs> I mean, oil for Pete's sake. <laughs> uh, um, oh, so, but that's going to be great. Uh, it'll be fun, except for I will probably hate everything about it because everyone is going to be like, you should give friggin' Jesse money for the thing, but she already did. I don't know. Yeah. Don't but know. according to the call, sh- the uh, thing for next week, it's called Disputing Hearts. And it says that Elizabeth helps Nathan's niece open up to her classmates and learns more about Nathan in the process. So we may, in fact, get some more backstory on his sister. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Bill considers his new job. Carson helps Faith connect with her estranged father. Oh, yeah. And Fiona trains Florence at the town switchboard and quickly realizes she has her work cut out for her. <laughs> it's like teaching someone to text who is of a different generation. Yes, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Plus, Florence is going to have 
no qualms about listening on the line when people make phone calls. Yep. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be the best. Um, All right. They didn't say anything about Jesse and Gowan in that little little Mm -hmm. blurb. Okay. But I guarantee you they are the disputing hearts in disputing hearts. Yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense. All right. And Rosemary and Lee, I think, because that was also in the previews, not in the call sheet, but the preview for next week. What was, I didn't, what it explained to me, I didn't see it. So, so for next week, the preview was Lee and Rosemary and the infamous scene of them talking and they're both mm. upset and she goes and sees Carson and she says something's wrong. <clears throat> then there's um, Elizabeth. She run, she rushes up to Nate um and then the whole oil thing okay that was all shown in the previews so hey we'll see it's good to be a we'll good see. one I, I think this has been a really good season so far i'm excited yeah and and i'm gonna say this i don't miss abigail but like not in a mean way right. it's just i think they've done a good enough job covering the bases that i, I don't feel a giant void yeah that's one thing that I noticed too. Um, they do keep the storyline moving and it's like, oh, wow. So I, I, think, I think they've done a great job with what they've been given and how they've merged these episodes together. Yeah, so. I'm so impressed. <laughs> we like, can't find her elbows. <laughs> when Calls the Heart deserves an award. Yeah. Yep. We're still looking for little shots of Abigail on her elbow. <laughs> <laughs> and I have not seen any. I know. elbow-free zone. It's so exciting. All right. So that was our recap. And we will see you guys next week. Um, Amber, where can they find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter. And that's it. And you can follow me at Hallmark My Words on Twitter. And follow Hallmarkies. Is it Hallmarkies Pod? Yeah, at Hallmarkies Pod on Twitter and at Hallmarkies Podcast on Instagram. Yes, and like Facebook and review. Everywhere. And leave a review on iTunes and we might read it out. <gasps> yes, I'm going to officially say this right now. If you leave a review on iTunes, we'll read it. So even if it's mean, we'll share it. It'll be <laughs> nice if you want. <laughs> All right, bye y'all. Bye everybody.